Glass art is the focus of a new exhibition at KMAC Museum. It's called Crafting the Vernacular. It features contemporary artists as they use the medium of glass to reflect their own experiences, culture, and upbringings. They all identify as black. One of the featured artists is Nate Watson. He heads an arts nonprofit in San Francisco, but he grew up here in Louisville. Watson spoke with WFPL arts and culture reporter Stephanie Wolf about his installation, Come Hell or High Water, and what it meant to show art in his hometown. Being invited to participate in the show was really special for me. Um, I've never done any work in Louisville, and that work is so much um, about coming home with all the things that have happened in Louisville over the last couple of years. Coming back to that space is also complicated, and it's very difficult, and it's hard. And so that was me processing some of the things uh, that I knew I would come home to, but also thinking about craft and thinking about our field and thinking about those artists um, who are, I knew I would be in the show with. Um, those are people of color who are in a very particular field that doesn't have a lot of representation and diversity. I, I understood very clearly that our language um, was through the material of glass, right? We all use it very differently, but I knew clearly that we would be speaking um, of, a, of an experience that we could all relate to within, amongst one another. So for the show, you've built a separate room for your work, Come Hell or High Water. And within these white walls are two large stained glass church windows. They're displayed diagonally, supported by white plinths. And they're about, I understand, 120 to 130 years old. Uh, there's also the way the light that comes into the space is intentional. And there's video elements with images from your family's old farm near Louisville. You mentioned that this is about processing some complicated feelings you had about coming back home. Will you say more about that? I was in Louisville until I was 18. And uh, I felt when I left and moved far, far away from Louisville that I was really trying to escape uh, certain things that I felt were ever present. Um, I felt scrutinized and I felt followed. Um, I felt that just being who I am and how I am in the world was dangerous. And since then I've learned that it's that way everywhere. But sitting at home watching, you know, Breonna Taylor and the protests and all of the things that have happened and talking to friends and family back home and knowing that my family is still there in that environment that feels dangerous. And it doesn't feel as though things have progressed and moved on and become less dangerous. And so that feeling of helplessness, but being an artist um, and having an opportunity to make work in that space, um, to take on some of those things and to sort of create this new space within a gallery um, that welcomes everyone, but also says, you know, this is a place where maybe we need to meet, we need to talk, we need to figure some things out, you know, by hell, hell or high water, by any means necessary, right? You went to Center College in Danville. I believe that's where you discovered your love for working in glass. And I wonder what it was about that medium that appealed to you so much. Yeah, I think the thing that really appealed to me um, in glass was that um, once you gather out of the furnace, that activity, that piece, that work, that idea is in motion until the piece gets put away into a kiln to cool. There was no way to stop the process. It was like life. And so for me, working in glass, the process, it's, it's like breathing. There's really no way to stop it. You just deal with what comes. And so for me, the process of making is just so much about living. 
while in Danville, you also worked with Stephen Ralph Powell, sort of known as like the godfather of Kentucky glass. Um, I wonder what your biggest takeaways were from your time with him. Oh, there were so many. It's hard to really isolate down to one takeaway or just even a couple. I think that, you know, his commitment to his work um, and his work ethic, he just lived and breathed making. And I saw that. And, you know, it wasn't so much that I wanted to make the things that he made, um, but I wanted to live the way that he lived. He lived inside of his practice um, and he opened so many doors for so many people. And, you know, there's so many colleagues of mine who came through the Stephen Powell door. Um, Yeah, I'd love to go back to what you were talking about before. And, you know, your, your work really speaks to this idea of space and place and the art world, you know, equity and diversity have been real problems in the art world for a very long time. Um, And as I said, you've mentioned in other interviews that like it can be an even more pronounced issue in the glass art world in particular. I think the art world needs that diversity because it's just more interesting, right? New work should be the goal of, of every curator, every collector, they should be looking and searching and excited about new things. And you only get new things when you include more people. So I just think it just adds so much to the creative world to have more diversity. Um, and in glass specifically, you know, the issue has always been resources. So I consider everyone in the show a person of privilege, right? Everyone who makes this work or is able to have access to it is a person of, pr- of privilege, but shouldn't we all be curious to know what other people would do to this? People who don't have these things, who don't have access to materials, to expensive tools and things like that. What would those folks do if, if they had that kind of access and, and could see themselves making this work? That's Louisville-born glass artist Nate Watson speaking with WFPL Stephanie Wolf.